Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of the Ox Crew TBD RPG. This is Yay. episode 20, Game of Thieves. <gasps> are we on 20? We are just hit our 20th episode. Yay! Whoa! Wild! 20, that's a lot. That is a lot, and, like, it's so Not weird. a lot. I mean, because they we've say been that. skipping weeks. <laughs> Don't tell <They're> anyone. <laughs> Don't tell anyone we've been skipping weeks. So, yeah. as usual, we have our lineup. We have Sin playing Karma. We have Ale playing Randall. We have the Doctor played by Callisto. And we have Tilda played by Kato. We have Fezza being played by Foss. We have our guest returning this week, which is Captain Tiny playing Whisper. Or yeah. as. We're just going to call him as. And then, unfortunately, we haven't got a... A Sontaran fight boy, but maybe he'll be here soon. And as always, I am the GM. I am Mitch. I am Kung Fu Panza. Oh, very excited. So, Correction, we have the doctor played by the sleepy ghost of Callisto. Ah, okay. That's fair. Uh. Now, previously, uh, you guys were given... Uh, you had a favor called in. And Theo decided that you were to be helping a friend of his, definitely not rob a bank. That friend being Whisper, and that bank being a very influential bank run by a crime family of a race called the Garaxi. A semi-corporeal smoke race. And you guys went in and managed to talk your way in both with Randall going in pretending to be breaking in as an ethical hacker (laughs) and the rest of you going in following Whisper's lead of accessing her husband's vault. You managed to get in and avoid the the booby trap laid for Whisper. (laughs) Booby. And then you found out that the the two vaults that you wanted to have access to, one with a certain crystal that Theo wanted, the other with information on Ali, the mysterious figure who has been appearing every now and again on coins and potentially where his hoard is. And they're both on the penthouse floor of the bank. And after a quick check, you found that there is a very well-armed security envoy waiting for you on that top floor, including a very, very large and swollen Garaxi. So you guys are in the hall by the elevator. What would you like to do? Um, I have an idea. I'm not sure if it'll work... So, uh, is it possible to, like, pipe some sort of gas into the penthouse hallway? Heard, I guess? <laughs> like, huh? the gas, like, the gas from the, the previous... The gas used against us by... By, by Ali? Something like that. Something like that. 
uh, that is somewhere. So you are aware that the um the main way that the Garaxi get around this bank is by using the ventilation system. Mm-hmm. And that was actually uh-huh. a part of the security last time was actually having to try and avoid that. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely an option. Hey, we have a gun potato. Potato. Hello. Hello, gun potato. Hello, gun potato is here. So I will, I will let you, you guys start thinking about that plan and we're going to switch to our, I can't really call you a human anymore. <laughs> That's mean. That's really mean. I hate Just that. Just because he's a cyborg doesn't mean he's not human. That's really mean. So we're going to switch. So we're going to switch to Randall. It is a bit racist, but that's fine. It's spacist. Um, So, Randall, you are tip-tapping away, pretending. So from the top, I'm going to be wanting an Ingenuity Tech roll to see if you can continue this farce. Story points. Story points. Ingenuity Tech with computers? Yep. Makes it 21. 21. All right. So, that's a yes, but. So, Randall, you you know you've been pushing this the whole time. Oh, hell yeah. And it's been on the edge of being noticed from pretty much the start of you doing things that weren't just ethically hacking the system. (laughs) Yes. But... In your inexperience with the tech that you're currently using and a little bit of potentially over-reliance on your communications chip, you realize you've hit a honeypot. And for those who aren't aware, honeypot is a deliberate trap made for hackers. And you realize that you've raised a flag. But that's okay, because they wanted to see if I could get in. So if I've hit their trap, that means their trap works. Mm. It just depends on what exactly that trap was and where exactly you were hacking. Yeah, of course. Is there anything that you would like to do? Um, well, first I need to see where this trap is to see if I can wrangle a story out of why I'm doing what I'm doing there. Okay. The trap was in the person the the personal information of some of the vault people which was very minimal it was name and password that's all right that's the sort of information that they want to protect mhm and that's what I which was trying to access as part of their deal yeah so as you're, cool. kind of, as you're kind of trying to figure out how to talk your way out of this, you hear three solid thuds where the door was. Okay. What do you do? I'm still sitting at the desk, photo typing on the computer. Okay. I, I want to, if I can, possibly make the computer screen show that I have actually hit the honeypot trap. Okay. We'll come back to that in a minute. So, back by the by the elevator, what are you guys doing? 
Well, to our knowledge, Randall is going to set off some cool alarms and do some cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And our current plan is wait until that happens. <sighs> yeah. Well, I'll just see if that works first, and if he can get to it first. Oh, no, he had he had triggered that at the end of the last episode. I do apologize. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly, I have notes about, like, he was going to make all the cameras go crazy. Yes, except, like, so, sorry, on I apologize. Two random levels, I and have. one camera is just down, Yeah, and one is just normal to make them be like, oh, that's where the bad stuff is. Yes, happening. things have gone a bit wild. Okay. So that has happened, I apologize. So did that draw the security team away from Penthouse? Uh, you'll have to check. You're not sure. You don't really have access to the cameras right now. That's through Randall. Oh, boy. We should at least get in the lift. There are people on this floor who are watching us. We should at least be in the lift. Okay. But where, where are we going? It's just going to open again. If we don't go anywhere. Yeah, so where are you going? That's the question. We, did, we can do the thing where we press every single button and it could give us more time. <laughs> and then just press the closed door button every time we get anywhere we don't want to get really yeah. far. <laughs> There's a there's a lift shaft, right? Yes, there is a lift shaft. So we could get in the lift, take the lift up to a floor that is not the penthouse but is nearby, uh, climb out and climb the rest of the way, and send yeah, the lift down on top you, of the lift. You but realize then we'd have that to... we have a, a a lizard who can barely walk. But can, can climb walls. Yeah, lizard can, can climb. Oh, no. can I... <laughs> Canonically, it can stick to walls. Mm, I, yeah. That was how I found okay. like, Randall in like session two. Okay. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Wow. Yeah, and like the whole the whole thing about being on the ceiling. Mm. I think a while ago I got scared and went to the ceiling. I can't remember. <laughs> in the palace, yes. Yeah. What scared me? I just ended mm. up on the. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, using the shaft is definitely a, a valid thing. Mm-hmm. But how would how would we open the doors though? Because doors manually. We have a potato. We do. Yeah, uh, it's it's very interesting that, that like over a year ago. <laughs> it's very interesting that while you know that Randall has messed with all the cameras, you cannot hear any alarms. Mm. This Maybe is fine. I mean, sometimes bank alarms are like silent, so they alert authorities without like alerting the person robbing that an alarm's going off so that they continue robbing until the police get there. That's the thing. You rob again. We just, we, we, okay, we need access. The camera. Um. Uh, are we able to so contact can... Randall right now? You are able to contact Randall right now. So hey, Randall. Beep beep. Uh, yeah, little oh. busy. What's up? Oh. How how how's it looking up top? Are we safe? Are we good to go? Um, last I looked, there was like 13 of the shadowy people up there. Um, 
can check again after the... You, you did turn on the alarms, right? Oh, everything's supposed to have gone haywire. I, I'm kind of... There's someone at the door. Can I just uh, check that first? Oh, no! That's concerning. And because, because cinematic fun, Randall, the door slides open. That that kind of weird not door wall yeah. opens up opens up and you see what you assume is the same Garaxi that led you in. Cool. And he does that thing sorry, they do that thing where they drift forward. Not really stepping, but kind of just existing forward towards you. Uh, I've still got more time. I've still got more time. I'm not done yet. So at this Last point, trap, by the way, at this point is where you're going to be rolling that ingenuity tech roll to make the screen look like you hit the trap. Excellent! Holy jeez, double sixes! Oh boy! Yes! This makes it a twenty-four. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So the screen shows up, and you, you're not sure where the Garaxi is looking. That's the thing, because there is no discernible That's face. All right. But the the body turns just towards you and the console in front of you. I need you. Nice little, yep. nice little trap you got here. And in that way that they don't tend to talk much. Uh, one thing I do need you to do now is make a presence subterfuge roll. Uh, right. Story points. Story points. I've only got one story point left. I wanted to. I wanted to hide it. I wanted to save it. Um, I think I'm going to have to use it, Anna. Yep, let's do it. Let's use that story point. All right. Um, present survival. Present subterfuge. No subterfuge. Same difference in my school book at the moment. Uh, that's a whole nineteen. A nineteen. Yes. So what you hadn't realised is. Your hand has been glowing red. And it and you know that it's hot. But you didn't feel that it was hot. Okay. And quite quickly, like you take a glance down at your hand and just like put it between your legs. Because <laughs> this is potentially incredibly suspicious. On top of you being an incredibly suspicious person. But they didn't say I couldn't use any other thing. I just couldn't use weapons. My weapons have been turned off, but that's okay. Yeah. But you already know that you are kind of on on high alert with these people. Well, I am trying to break into their system. Exactly. He kind of arches over you and just leans in just... Progress. Well, I've made it here and I've got access to this point, but there is that trap there that you guys have put in. So I'm trying to work my way um, around it. I think it's going all right. I shouldn't have been able to get here so far, should I? And I, using my normal hand, I point to the screen. Is that all? Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not out of time yet. Come on. He kind of 
the smoke shifts a little. You kind of get the the idea that is it's looking at you, and then the screen, and then back to you, and kind of switching between. And then rears back up, kind of full stretch, of a, if a smoke can stretch. And the cameras. What cameras? Understood. And it get turns around and walks out the door. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, side note, my heart is freaking racing at the moment. <laughs> Anywho. The door Oh good, you slides, still have a heart. Slides shut. And you hear as several locks click in place. Okay, that's good. Let's get back to it. Alright, what is going on on that screen? Let's have a look. So, you you access the cameras again. And there is less people on the top floor now. There's maybe about seven. But that big Garaxi has not moved an inch. That's fine. I'll let everyone know that's what's going on. So it's almost like there's that one central Garaxi and then three on either side. Oh, thank the constellations that you're not dead. Oh no, everything's fine here. They're just checking on me. Evidently, things are going crazy with the cameras. Who knew? <laughs> I feel like at this point, cinematically and like switching back and forth, I feel like we'd cut to uh, the the actual totally not robbing a bank team planning. The doctor would say something like, <laughs> "I suppose we couldn't just get a house fan and blow them away." <laughs> So, in the lift, slowly going up, I'm assuming we are going to continue on this plan of going up the elevator shaft. I'm out the lift. Can, is it, would it be possible for me to spend some story points to say that the little bug we built earlier uh, also has, like, knockout gassing it? I mean, Knockout gas would maybe probably not affect creatures made of gas. Yeah. Yeah, but there's six others, right? Also, they're all the same. Every, oh, all of them? every employee at this bank is a Garaxi. Oh, it's a it's a big old fart cloud. Yeah, <laughs> every person in this bank is a member of the Frasoma crime family. Uh-huh. And is a Garaxi. I mean, at least it's a crime family that we're heisting. Randall? Yeah? What does the floor below the penthouse look like? Let's have a look. Quickly flick the screen over. Yep, the floor below the penthouse is looks almost identical. Most of the floors do look the same, those hallways with lots of rooms. Uh, yep. There seems to be a couple of guards, the same as there was on the floor you've just left. And kind of because you were pre-warned about their uh, semi-visibility state, you were able to actually find them there. Why don't we go there and go up? Like, drill up? 
Yeah. But why? Well, if there are fewer guards on that floor, if we are able to get into that floor and access the vaults that are directly below the vaults we have of interest, it will be easier to go up through the ceiling rather than try to neutralize that many guards. Oh. We have, how would we how get access we... to those vaults? Well, that's not a problem. How do we go through the ceiling? I assume they're not, they're not like just drop ceilings. <laughs> Are, are I, they not vents? If I remember correctly. Yeah, and then, uh, like, the, the walls are pretty strong, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I will okay. remind you of the kind of firepower that two members of your crew are currently carrying. <laughs> I, but that's kind I of was, loud. I was, about, I was about to say, Virgil holds up one of his grenades and his gun. Uh, I, I prefer well, if we didn't just... I mean, if we're going to set off a grenade... The, feeling. the whole thing and just what was the point of drawing them away? Virgil lowers his grenade and gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely I'm an option sorry, and there's Virgil. potential potential ways for you to actually breach without being loud. There are these lovely things called story points that you could spend to change the narrative. The grenade idea is useful if we were to Continue with this plan, try and access from below. Putting a grenade in the lift and sending it up would be an interesting way of potentially taking out one or two of them and at least causing a distraction that would keep their attention away from other explosions in the area. I look for that. Oh, that does sound like a good plan. And it would destroy the lift. They wouldn't be able to get to the floor we were on. Well, they go through the beds. Uh, so we would, oh, shit. yeah, that's that's a good point. We would destroy the lift, and then we wouldn't be able to get back down. Ah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor most definitely, when that point is brought up, the doctor just, ah. Shit. This would be big enough for us to go for. What about the spider device? Could we send that? With a grenade? Oh. It's only got a very limited range. Okay. That was that was that was an issue we were having. It's only got a very limited range. It can basically walk around on like the level that I'm on. And not any higher. Yeah. And not very much further. The the rooms themselves can move, can't they? The rooms GM themselves? Can move. Uh you've had nothing to confirm that. Okay. I thought that how then does the layout of the building change? Uh, what do you mean? Wait, what? Well, we were told in like we were told last session that like part of the reason it's so hard to find where anything is in this bank is that things move around inside it. So you can never be sure what level your vault is on until you go in. Oh, that that was just a manual shifting of goods. Okay. Not a we should have waited area. until the next instance of that then that and seems... taken them in between while they were being moved from one place to another. But never mind. We can, we can spend story uh, Could I please have the doctor and Fairza roll me a awareness survival check? Oh boy. Oh, we've been planning for too long. Uh, keen senses? Keen senses. Fairza, your goggles, keen senses does apply. 
again, say the roll again. I just so, heard roll and I panicked. So you get a plus two from your keen senses that you put in your goggles. My rolling. Awareness and survival. Uh, awareness survival, yeah. Okay. Hey, guess who rolled two ones, guys? Oh, oh no. I got a 17. <laughs> 17. But that is still 11. Terrible at those things, so, but that is upsetting. Yeah, Fezza, you, you don't unfortunately see anything. You're a little bit distracted by the, the high-pressure situation you're currently in. But, Doctor, you swear you can hear something in the back of your mind. You're not sure what, but something... You can hear something off. And you take a moment to try and, like, step back from the loud conversation in front of you planning a heist. And it's almost like ticking. Like a watch. Very, very, very quiet. So potentially, like, no one of humanoid origin would be able to hear it. Um, what are the rest of us non-humanoids uh, hearing or not hearing? Um, actually, Karma may hear it, and you may hear it whisper. Do I need to roll Yes, so roll an awareness survival check. Okay. So the doctor steps back from the conversation and, like, puts uh, two fingers on each side to her temples and, like, sort of briefly holds up one and I'll hold on a second sort of motion yeah. and then... 20. 20 from Wisma. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, 13. Yeah, still nothing. So, Wisma, roll the 20. And Doctor, as you kind of pause, Whisper, you notice the Doctor pausing and taking this second, and you close your eyes and wait and listen, and then you hear the ticking. And then you hear footsteps. And you look around, you can't see anyone. But you can hear them. Are they on this floor? Yes. Can I determine from which direction they're coming. They seem to be heading from... So you guys are near the elevator. Are you in... No, you're in the elevator. Did we ever get in? I think we got in. We haven't pushed any yeah. buttons yet. Coming yeah, toward to the out. elevator. If we and didn't get, get in, we are having a dumb conversation in yes. front of... I'm pretty Sparac sure you, yeah, you guys got right, in yeah. because you're not having a conversation in front of the guards. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's coming from the outside of the elevator. The issue is that it's not hitting your echolocation. All I can think of right now is the mysterious ticking noise, Potter Papa Bells. <laughs> it's a pipe bomb! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's about to be us. Yeah, I, I can hear that as well. Yeah, but it's, it definitely seems clockwork in origin, this ticking noise. What floor are we on? Where uh, are we? I. Didn't, I'm not sure if I gave you a number last time, but it's roughly in the middle. Okay. Can we... How many think... floors are there? Lots. <laughs> okay. An abstract number of floors. Oh, I see. I think May I, I suggest... Yes. Ah, uh, I see. Doesn't. Right. May I suggest we proceed to the uh, pre-penthouse floor and attempt to get into one of the vaults beneath the vaults of interest? 
then at least we can make an attempt to see if we can either find some way of breaking through the ceiling or we can send Virgil through. And at the very least, we'll have a more secure location than we're in right now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. I, I can't think of any good arguments for going straight to the penthouse right now. So. All right. So you go to the penultimate floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, Kate. Wow. Penultimate. Aren't we fancy? I know, right? Good word. Good word of the day usage. And as you, the lift I'm confused. The slowly rises it's it's almost like it's deliberately slow doctor whisper you hear the ticking does it stay with us it seems to yes it doesn't get any quieter and, but you no longer hear footsteps ooh oh the rest of us know about this us that weird noises are happening yeah. Not as yet. Yeah. Um, there is also some strange kind of music coming from the elevator. <laughs> kind of, kind of music, but a little bit more like woodwindy. The girl from Ipanema. Please don't whistle. We're wearing headphones. Yeah. Yeah. The girl from Garax Ipanema. Yeah. <laughs> is there? The doctor at this point would say, uh, God, that hurt. I think, <laughs> I think there's somebody here. I can hear, I think it's a watch. Is there any, can I, is my echolocation able to determine whether or not it has been, this watch clockwork device has been stuck to the outside of the elevator? There, there seems to be nothing physical on the outside of the elevator. If you were thinking like a bomb or something. Or a trap. That it's would a pipe bomb. Yay. Damn it, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Is there a opening in the... Or a yes, there is a surface hatch. Surface hatch, yeah. Uh, Fairza. Yeah. Can, was... you make, can you make me another awareness survival roll? I'm going to ask if I could scan around because we've never yeah. heard those annoying. Yeah, you can, you can make a scan. Actually, scan make, a, make an awareness survival roll first. Okay. I'm going to spend a story point on this because last time that went so screwy and I'm not risking it again. That's fine. I'm sure there's no reason to expect I'd roll two ones again, but like, I'm not rolling my lucky dice. This is, this is karma. Wait, no, sorry. No. <laughs> no, it's no, karma. karma. That's karma. Okay, much, much nicer. What'd you get? Much better. 24 for awareness survival. 24 for awareness survival. So as you are yeah, like cause... preparing to scan and figure out what's going on, you feel the clip on the back of your goggles unclip. What the fuck? Grab them. You grab them super tight and you feel slight tugging. What? And you turn around. And you turn around and all you see are your companions. I my goggles. Something tried to unclip my goggles. What? I just waved my hand in, around her head. Well, I, I try. She's very tall. Yeah. Uh, you don't feel anything. I'm good. Now I want to scan. 
Yeah, now you can do a scan. Because, like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, uh, make a scan roll. Awareness science. My scans. Okay, come on, dice, be friendly to me because I'm not spending a story point this time because I don't want to lose all my story points. Yeah, that was friendly. Whisper wants to say that. She frowns for a second and then she smiles really big. And she just says, Ali, darling, it's not fair to play with them. Come out. So what was the, the what was the science check? My scan was twenty one, but I guess we know what's happening. <laughs> twenty one. Um, you scan something very strange. You don't find a person. What you find is almost from your very repeated scans of the TARDIS. <sighs> some form of temporal shifting and energies. No. What? 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 what, 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 what. <laughs> and I just look at Whisper like, what? <laughs> That's not I, normal. I don't know exactly what he's up to, but I can guess this has okay. his flair attached to it. I'm temporal things happening, I think. Oh, is he like, doing time things? <laughs> he can do time things? He could do time things and you didn't mention he could do time things. No, this is just I'm just throwing things out into the into the ether, my darling. I don't know everything that Ali's up to. Whisper. Can you please make me a strength fighting role? I'm good at these. Kind of. Eighteen. Eighteen. As you start to talk, you feel grip on the back of your bandana pull you backwards and into the wall of the elevator. Oh. And you're pinned there. And are starting to choke. Uh, I'm gonna take my tail. I'm gonna take my dagger off of my hip. And I'm going to try and see if whatever's going on or whatever whatever form is here, I can take a swipe at it. Okay. Uh, make a coordination fighting. I can't do maths. I'm gay. They can't hear you, darling. Sorry, please bear with me. 23. 23. You feel resistance against the knife. Very, very briefly. And all of you for a fraction of a second see a hooded figure gripping the, the bandana against the neck. And then he's gone. For just a moment, clad in greys and blacks, 
and a deep, deep hood. Is he still holding me? He seems to have disappeared. Fezza. Yeah? Can you make me another scan roll? I was capable of scanning the freaky freaking ghost of Christmas yet to come. Um... Ghost Christmas, yeah, that's really cool. Ah, nice to be weird and doubly today. Twenty. Twenty. 20. So yeah. it's not the visual or the kind of scanning capabilities that actually get set off, it's the sound. That little sound sensor you installed, and you see a spike. And then you're looking around trying to pinpoint where the spike is coming from. Hmm. And then everyone hears this ting. Ting, ding, 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 ding. As a small silver coin lands on the floor. And then the, um, ele- and then the elevator stops. Mid. Uh, mid. I'm pushing up to the side uh, hatch. But, by the way, um... You may, the rest of you may or may not notice uh, that karma startles a little and kind of like pats her pockets. Mm. Yours, <laughs> yours is still there, karma. Um, I'm going to go straight up out of the surface hatch and onto the top of the lift. Straight to the surface hatch? Yeah. Why not? Is everyone following? I guess. Mm. That would be where we'd even go to figure out why the lift stopped anyway, so. Um can all get out there. There is a very small potato. The doctor tries like pressing the button a couple more times, but then when it doesn't work, he just sort of sighs. Goes away. Okay. So it's not hard to get the service hatch open and to get everyone out. Um, it looks like you're maybe four or five stories from the top. That's fine. That's not. So I assume. Check for threats. Check for threats? Yeah, you're making awareness survival roll, Tilda. It might, the noise spike my goal was picked up with just the coin dropping? Or... As the sound of someone flicking a coin in the air. Fucking show off. That was out of character. Mm-hmm. Tilda, what was the, the roll there? 13, cool. So, uh, you do not notice any threats. You see some of the ventilation shafts that go into each floor. But this is a potential exit for them, for the Garaxi. Um, and it, otherwise, it is a fairly low-lit vertical corridor. If you guys would like to start climbing, everyone can make a strength athletics check. Um, are there vents on the side? Yes, every floor there is a vent. Uh, so are we just below the penthouse floor that we were? About four down. From the pen, so we went further down than we were meant to. So you guys didn't reach the top. We didn't get to the penthouse. Yeah, we didn't get to the penthouse yet. Which is where we wanted to go. So you guys wanted to go to the sub, the one below the penthouse? Yeah. And you didn't quite get there? Because the elevator... The penultimate was... house. The penultimate yeah. house. 
I love you, Cal. I love me too. But the the elevator was stopped prematurely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I will immediately start climbing, and I'm gonna go for the vent on the penultimate floor. Okay, cool. Uh, so we need strength athletics for everyone who is climbing. Uh, Fairza, you can get uh, a plus three for this, just for being a sticky boy. Um, ew. I am the worst at this. Why does it have to be athletics and not a coordination? Tell me, tell me how it would be coordination, and I will give it to you. Uh, I can, I can jump. I can catch things. I can swing myself up. All right, you can. Roll, you can. All right, you can roll with coordination and, and athletics. Story point for this because I've got two sorry, one athletics. Okay. Everyone, I might. Do I me. get to roll with coordination because I have a cool monkey tail? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I roll. I thought it was like a tiefling tail. It was kind of a tiefling monkey combination. Yeah, it's I'm a, probably it's, gonna it's, fall on my butt. It's prehensile. Coordination because I'm sticky. That's not an actual argument. I just would rather roll. With coordination. <laughs> <laughs> my athletics is one. Yeah, my athletics is one. My coordination is only be one better than my strength. My coordination is three. Same. Yep. Okay, so that's a 17 for Kai. 20. Oh. 20 for Whisper. 12 Ooh, for me. 12. Six. 16. 16. Alrighty, so you guys start climbing. Some of some of you much much quicker than others. Yes, Cat. And as you start to climb, and I believe Calm is probably at the bottom of the group with the twelve, and Tilda with her. Yeah. Um. You two both hear... That's not me. <laughs> That's Hamish. Yes. <laughs> uh, you two hear a loud clank as the roof of the elevator slams shut and locks. We're not through yet? You guys are through. You're out. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. But it closed behind you. Okay. And locked itself. I see. You get... Maybe two floors up as a group, two, and then one floor to go, but kind of at the bottom with Karma and Tilda. And then you hear this kink as the elevator starts to rise. Oh no. Oh. Fucking knew it. Please. So. I need a secondary strength. An athletics check or coordination athletics check, your preference, to try and get to that door, and then who is going to open it, and how? Can I try and echo? Given that I'm at the top and I just rolled a twenty-two, can I try and echo location it yes, to see if I, there's somewhere I can kind of like pick it off? Actually, you know, nah, fuck that. I'm just gonna get my blaster out and. Pew pew it. Gonna pew pew it? I'm gonna pew pew it. It's gonna be noisy. Pew pew. Okay, I know. I'll try and echo location it first. To try and find a switch or something? Yeah. Because okay. I can get up there with. I'm fairly sure I can kind of almost like 
speed run the last floor. Yeah. So with a twenty-two, you start bounding from the from the corridor walls. Uh, you can make me an awareness survival check. How is everyone else doing on the climb? Oh, that's not good. I spent a story point and got 20. Okay. Because I don't want to die. So very quickly, you're you're met by Karma. Oh, boy. (laughs) I spent a story point and this is not good. Um, What did Fezza get? I'm currently counting, but don't worry, it won't take me long. There aren't many numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Hey, uh, hey, Mitch, I want to do something stupid. Are you going to use your trick? That's a good phrase. (laughs) I, I want to... Jump onto the top of the elevator. Mm-hmm. And this is very stupid because I'm shooting one of the elevator cables. Well, I was going to uh, phase my hand with a grenade into the elevator and drop oh, it cool. before climbing again. I'm shooting the elevator cable. I'm sorry. I declared that before you declared that. That's fine. I still want to do okay. my thing. Tilda, which gun? The paladin gun. Okay. Make your coordination marksman roll. Trick shot? Yeah, trick shot. Was it awareness survival? Yes. What'd, what'd you get? Oh, Jesus. 26. Wow. You shoot the heck out of those cables. And in in an action that has become quite familiar to all of you but Whisper, you watch as Tilda kind of hunkers down and fires off rapidly several shots. And you watch as a group of about eight cables instantly just melt. I don't know why, but that's so hot. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> I ship it. Yeah, and and it's just and anyone looking at Tilda sees this kind of just cold, almost merciless facial expression, and. The elevator starts to drop and then just gathers speed as it starts to drop. Whisper, what'd you get there for? 19. 19? You managed to find an emergency lever to actually open from the inside. You pull it, the doors open, and everyone hears a crash at the bottom of the shaft. Oh oh no, I was going for the, um, the vent. Not the, the doors. The vents are this big. Oh, okay. Then no. Yeah, I was the, not going for the vent. yeah, the vents are very small. <laughs> deliberately. Never mind. So you're going for the door? I will go for the door. Okay. So the door opens. Everyone hears the... Cr- want to go to or the floor we're at? The, pen- no, the, pen- the penultimate. We're on the penultimate. We're on the... Pen- uh, what was it? The penultimate, the penultimate house. The penultimate house. So the doctor just sort of looks at where this elevator's like disappeared down into the shaft with just... 
this almost unreadable look on her face for a bit. And Doctor, you know you know what happens when an elevator hits the bottom. Liquid. Yep. Liquid. And Especially damage. Especially in such a big building, yeah. Yeah. And, more importantly, the doors open to a raucous crash. And as you step through Whisper, you see two Garaxi guards, and Karma as well, heading towards you. Oh no. You watch as they kind of materialize a gun from nowhere, both of them. I try and, to hide. And raise them. At us? Yes. So, you're unauthorized in this area. So, I guess at this point, everyone but Tilda has gotten up. And Tilda is just kind of unhooking from her position and will be up, depending on what she does in this round of combat. <sighs> oh, feck. So we will open combat with two Garaxi guards. You're in a hallway that has been designed for minimal cover. You are quite exposed. And kind of all packed together just at the entrance of this elevator. Can I please get some intentions? Which order is it? Ah. It is talkers, runners, doers, and then fighters. I'm talking. Whisper is talking. Uh, would it be running or doing to sort of drop to the floor to avoid any gunshots? Uh, I'd say that is probably going to be a doer because you're actively like rolling around to try and not get shot. To yeah, then, sort of to like then, a stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, to try and actively not die. So that's a doer. So Doctor's doing. Whisper is talking. Yeah, I'm trying to like uh, dart back into the elevator shaft and hide myself um, like in the shadows. Okay, that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna be a run. That's that's two runs. What? I'm, like, staying behind the door. I can assume that Virgil is fighting. Duh. And I assume that Tilda is trying to get up and in. Katoa? Yes. Yep, cool. So, if it wasn't obvious, the Garaxi are fighting. Yay. Whisper has, has the lead. I... In a very uncharacteristic mood for Whisper, stick my hands up in the air in a universal symbol of surrender and yell, don't shoot. Um, And I'm just saying, if you look in the elevator shaft, we're here because... uh, Sorry, hang on. If you look down the shaft, you'll see that the elevator has made its way all the way to the bottom and we barely escaped with our lives. We have climbed to this floor because we had no other choice. Okay. Make a presence convince. Do I get plus two on charming or attractive? Charming, yes. Attractive, no. You are not attractive to these smoke creatures. That's stupid. Everyone should be attracted to me. Oh, uh, cool. Sounds, that sounds correct. What was it? Presence. Presence convince. Your celebrity status will apply. Yes! <laughs> uh, I can't add. That is. Uh, 
Twenty-three. Yeah. I'm rolling real well today. So, you hear a response from one of them that decides to change their action. Mm. And it's again that strange voice coming from nowhere. Uh, yes. Mitch, are you there? Yeah, I was just about to speak. Oh, okay. It sounded like you cut out. Pausing for effect. <laughs> You've been cutting out here and there. So. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so one of them kind of gestures forward. Surrender. Okay. So, we have one still fighting, but it is now up to the runners, who I assume are still running back into the elevator shaft. It's the nearest cover. Okay, cool. So both of you are running and hanging on for dear life. We get on to the doers. So Doctor, you're making a dodge roll, and Tilda, you're climbing up. Yep. So I'm just going to say, Doctor, you've made a dodge roll. You'll get a bit of a bonus if they fire at you. Tilda, can you just do me a quick strength athletics check? Is Tilda climbing up to the next floor? Yes, Tilda's Tilda's climbing up into the hallway, I believe. Oh, our hallway. Yes. But was stuck, kind of pinned with one arm. It's an eight. An eight. <laughs> You're like, wow. you've got both elbows on the the floor of the hallway with your legs like slowly getting you up. Shoot from there. But you can shoot from there. You're just not able to move much from there. So we get to the fighters. Virgil, what are you doing? Yes. Hmm. Choices, choices, choices. Virgil, just quickly, how are you currently positioned? Uh, do you have your gun raised? Like, what's the go? The gun is currently sat on my shoulder, like it usually is. Okay. And I'm. I I need thinking... you to describe it, like physically what you're doing right now. Because that's going to be an indicator of whether you are surrendering surrendering, or whether you're hostile. I have my gun on my shoulder, but I have, like, my hands, my other hand, not exactly on my grenades, but near to them in case. But it's almost, like, down at the side. Okay, so you are not attacking. I'm making it look like I'm not attacking. I'm thinking, do I go grenade or gun? So I, I need a decision of you, like, are you waiting and not attacking and foregoing your turn? No, Bird is going to grab one of his grenades and chucks it. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> He's going to fucking do it. So make a coordination marksman roll. Yay. I'm spending a story I'm point. Because I, I want this to work. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. So you, you arc it very well. It actually bounces once, and then you hear it go, beep, 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 beep. And as it, as it starts the arc, the second Garaxi 
instantly reacts and raises the gun tendril that it's got out. And then you watch as the gun that it was holding disappears. And you see you see a confused figure before it is vaporized. Oh. And both of them are vaporized. By the by the grenade. Yes! Cool. I am immediately um wait, no, we are on the penultimate floor, so yes. I'm not gonna go back out and up. Um So okay, I'm gonna try and Do, will I know, or do I have to ask Randall where the... You'll have to ask Randall exactly which ones you're looking at. Randall, a little help, darling. What can I do for? Which vaults are we looking at on this floor to access the ones above? Alright, let's do some hackery. Cool. So Randall, you, you've got a hang of this system and you've already looked at the map before, so it's not a big problem, but I do need you to do something for me. Certainly. And that is a strength survival roll. Oh no. Uh, yuck. Yuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> five. Five? <laughs> yes. Randall... You're only just starting to realize that the air in this room is becoming increasingly thin. Oh no. Oh, oh. And you're really struggling to focus. Okay. You do manage to communicate, oh, it's I this one and this one, but you in your, you can't focus on which one has the crystal and which one has the information on Ali's vault. Okay. But you get given two locations. But we know... We will, we will refer to them as location A and location B. No, Sorry. Drop that there for a second. Yeah. yeah. So we'll refer to these two rooms as location A and location B. Right. And Randall, you are slowly running out of air. Yep. Haven't you told us this? Please tell us. <laughs> no, I can't concentrate that much. Does does he sound odd to us? Yes, he does. Randall, are you? What's happening? Are you okay? Randall, 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 Randall. Uh, Karma, can you open one? Whisper, can you open I the other? Doctor, can you stand outside and if anyone comes, please tell them that this is all a horrible mistake and that we were in an elevator and it fell and we only just survived with our lives and some horrible other people killed these two Graxi and what is the standard of um, <laughs> providing this organization? Um, so you and I, let's be ready to fight if that goes badly. Penthouse, so we're opening the locations so below the locations. Yes, right? you're opening the ones below the locations. So it, how? As yes. As I'm walking over to one of the 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 thingies, vaults, I guess. Yeah. I'm like, isn't it a bit weird to try to break into somebody's vault when they're here with us? <sighs> I 
move. Am I right in thinking there are no hostiles here right now? Not currently, no. That is just the cover story for if anyone comes and is like, what are you doing? No, no, no. I'm asking this because Ali is obviously here. And we're trying to break into one of his boats. <laughs> I it just feels about... like bad form. <laughs> we're breaking... <laughs> Darling, we've already committed a bank heist. I don't think bad form is particularly what sh we should be worrying about right now. We're already mid through breaking into one of the most secure banks this side of the galaxy. We've already murdered two people. Somehow I think breaking into his vault with him potentially in the area is the least of our concerns. Well and I go yeah. over to the other vault and I ignore anything else she's got to say. Okay, so who is taking who's taking <laughs> the one under implied. A and who's taking the one under B? I'll take A. Yeah, sure. Okay. How are you breaking into the vault underneath? I'm gonna can I use my little cool tech watch to determine what kind of lock I'm dealing with? Yes. Okay. Do I need uh, to roll? No, no, it's pretty obvious that this okay. is a biometric roll. Biometric okay. lock. So you're okay. either going to have to hack it or bust it. Cool, I'll bust it. Okay. Make a strength fighting roll. Karma, how are you opening it up? I'm going to use It's biometric as well. Pardon? It's hers biometric um, as well. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to use one of the electro electronic lockpicks that Randall so uh, thoughtfully got me. Yes. So that's going to be uh, this is going to be coordination and technology. Uh, you have a very big bonus on this. I'm not going to tell you how many because I will calculate that in according to the DC. Okay. Whisper, how'd you go? I'm still doing maths. Okay. I'll come back to you in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Karma. But the, the doctor goes with... What am I rolling? Wait, was this strength fighting? Yeah, strength and fighting. You are rolling coordination and tech, Karma. Oh, and 17. Okay. Not subterfuge? <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, subterfuge makes more sense. My apologies. Yes! With, sne sneaking? with sneaking, yeah. Yes! Okay, I'm still spending a story point because I want fine. to. Isn't it lucky that Karma has 20. lockpicks? 20. Cool. So, Karma, you start working away with one of these lockpicks. It's a little bit different from the one you, you used to have, but it still functions in the same kind of way. And it seems a little bit primitive. Yeah. So not, not quite your, your standard from the future. Um, and as you're doing that, working away, Doctor, you're standing by Whisper, and she's talking to you, telling you about the security of this door. Like, it's biometric. It's going to take, like fingerprint and I and doctor you, you constantly say well how are you going to do this how are you going to do this and you don't notice but whispers tail coils up behind them and then you watch as the knife held by the tail smashes into the keypad and twists <laughs> and the door kind of half opens a little like it's kind of a jar and then you get a big huh. double canine smile from from whisper easy I the slip doctor does not reciprocate the smile. Karma looks over and, and, and she is totally judging you for the lack of subtlety. <laughs> That's fair. 
I don't believe I've ever claimed to be subtle the mm. entire time we've been doing this heist. So. And then, Karma, your door opens pretty much with ease. <laughs> no, I know, but you cannot shame the shameless. Um. <laughs> Focus with the doctor. Virgil, yes. go with Karma. See if you can face through and collect anything of value in the vault above. Ooh, See anything. Let us know. Okay, there are currently still no Garaxi guards around. May I... Alright, I'm inside the vault. Yes. I'm inside location A. So, what's inside? So what's inside is paintings. Lots and lots of paintings. Mm, these are real nice. Karma, the one in yours, has a lot of weird technology. You're seeing <gasps> things like microchips. You're seeing things like uh, strange monitors that are like almost completely thin. It's like okay. it's more like an exhibition of technology meeting art. May I make a roll to see if there's any paintings here that Theo has mentioned he would like? At some point oh. in the past. Make an awareness craft roll. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm with Whisper and So I believe, I believe the two rooms are Whisper, and the, Whisper, the Doctor, and Tilda, and then the other room is Karma and Virgil. Yeah. yeah. And Fezza. Could I have yeah, a hand here, please? 13. Sorry, you went out. Who were you talking to yesterday? Fezza, can you can you see if you can scan above if I'm gonna um shoot fall I would like to do it somewhere where it doesn't have anything falling through on us if you could identify the best spot I was gonna echo location but Fezza's not through walls yeah um, 13 13 you do see one it's actually a, a a painting in a very um in the old kind of Japanese style of a tea ceremony. Okay. I've not said anything to the others. I've just quietly made a note of that. Okay. I've not touched it. I've just made a note yeah. that it's so, there. So it's that kind of long vertical painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Ferza, if you'd like to do a scan, you can. I did 18. 18. So, doing a scan and kind of... I feel like this whole time you've been like firmly holding on to your goggles and oh, not so letting go. I'm trying to not be super dependent on them, but yeah. you know, it's, that's a very slow process. <laughs> and some invisible guy tried to steal them. So, what you see above you is a bunch of large pedestals. And you're kind of scanning with the thickness of the stone and that kind of stuff. You actually do identify a place that you could blast a hole through that would not occur any, like, dropping Nothing would ha would come and fall and hurt anyone. It's roughly in the okay. corner of the room. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to go, okay, if you want to do it. Okay, what about in the other room? Virgil, are you... Nice point, yeah. Okay. I look to Karma and I go, best way we're probably going to be able to get at least one of us up there is if we hoist me up and I face through. Don't think I can carry you. Sorry. Um, is there like a pedestal that we can move over? So yeah, you could probably um shift it? some of the um the artwork. Okay, they're in the yeah. tech room. It's tech art. Oh, that's weird. Okay, it's hmm. the future. 
Yeah, I just kind of like sweep things off of something yeah, and, and you, shove the, the yeah. surface over. Yeah, something cracks. I got a 19 to shoot a hole in the ceiling here. Beautiful. We'll come back to that in a second. So you managed to construct a small, like, pyramid so that Virgil can get as close to the roof as he can. And at this point, Virgil, I need you to roll me. This is going to be presence and awareness. Presence, awareness. Okay. Shit. I'm spending another story point. Okay. And at the same time... Story points. Yes. At the same time, Tilda, you kind of aim and fire. Okay. I, I, I tried to ask Kai a question, but I don't know if he heard me. No, I did not. Okay, how are you doing on story points? I'm good. Okay, cool. So what did you get? Uh, mass, hold on. Fifteen. Fifteen. So, Tilda, you blast through, it makes minimal noise. That's one kind of benefit of the the Paladin gun. It seems to be quite, like, a quiet gun. Which may be because of the way that it's fueled and the, the way that it fires, but you think you actually haven't notified anyone. It's cut out. Hello? Hello? Hi. Okay. Did you get that, everyone? Yeah. Cool. So we haven't brought more attention to ourselves. Yeah, haven't brought more attention to yourselves. Virgil, you start your magic trick, and you make your way through the wall, and you land with a thump. The room is fairly dark. It has mild lighting in it, almost like emergency lighting. Mm-hmm. And in it, you see a figure. Oh, goody. Those same black and grey clothes and a hood swept back. You see brown skin, a well-manicured beard and an almost shaved head, like quite quite short hair. Mm-hmm. And he turns and looks at you and smiles. Okay. Rachel, are you through? Are you okay? I was not expecting somebody here. I thought you would be going for the other things. Well, we kind of went two ways at once. Eh? Sometimes people are clever. Sontaran. Peculiar. I'm sorry, my friend, but uh, I will have to kill you. Okay. So we're going to come back to that. <laughs> that was the most relaxed response to I'm going to have to kill you ever. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't relaxed. That was, no, it wasn't. That, was, that, is, that is a scared Virgil. Yeah. Okay. But that like, was... what if you didn't? So, yeah, exactly. Tilda. <laughs> You clear the hole, and it's possible to maneuver a few things to be able to climb through it. 
with some assistance and with someone who has the athletic ability of Whisper, that's definitely going to be very easy. Who is going up? I'll go up. I'll go up. So Doctor, Whisper, who else? Me. Hmm? And you as well? I will as well. Okay, so all three of you slowly make it up, make your way up. And in case anything happens. You currently still see no guards around you. And you get up, and again, it's that kind of emergency lighting in the room. And what you notice is a set of about eight small pedestals. Each of them have that solid dome on top, like you saw in the previous room. And you're not sure what is going on in this room, but due to the fact that there is no, like, artwork just around, and the other one, the other vault was that of a group of artisans, you feel you may be in the vault that has the information. You just need to figure out which pedestal. Oh, boy. Can I echo location and see what's under the pedestals or on the things? Uh, there is no... Um, slots under the pedestals of these ones. No, 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 no. Uh, like, can I figure out what's on the pedestals? No. Okay. There's this but... solid dome on top of each of them. Traps? Can we scan it? You don't have anyone capable of scanning with you. Down here, I don't want a sonic screwdriver. Doctor does not currently have a sonic screwdriver. Sorry. You're the worst doctor ever. I just like to point this out. If you'd like to, you can get you can get Fazer up. What about Fazer? Call we'll Bring Fazer up. Okay, so you bring Fazer up. Yeah. I'm the worst doctor ever. Have you seen? I'm not gonna finish that. <laughs> so let's not get down that line of inquiry. <laughs> the cat just sneezed on me. So. Fezza, you climb up and see yes. these eight pedestals. Can you please make me a scan roll? Story points. Did I spend one on this? Which yes. Useful because we might set off traps. So story points. I love story points. That was terrible. I got two ones and two twos. What the actual fuck? You are having the worst luck. Nineteen. That is not a story point scan roll. Nineteen. Fuck? It's weird, Fezza, because going through, you notice that when you scan under certain frequencies, specifically like infrared and heat sensing, you notice that each of the domes glows in a different color. So right now, without with regular vision, they are all completely solid and black. But under your kind of heat vision, you can see shades of white, blue, yellow, red, gray, emerald, uh, orange, and and then a strange blue. Heat, those are all coming across like heat vision or just various forms? Various, of various senses, Pick, figure this out. Yeah, well, they're all different colours. Last one's a really weird shade of blue. No other information? I just give the information and I just not, go Not from sensing, no. My last one's that colour. Nope. One's I shoot one I of can, the domes I... with my unit gun. 
One no, second. Uh, we have set off all of the alarms. We are now blunt forcing this problem. Tilda has taken over another... because we are now blunt forcing this problem. Another tower. Okay, so you, ha you have tried it good. <laughs> you have several to choose from. You have red, blue, orange, yellow, white, grey, turquoise, and green. What's your choice? I'm just shooting the nearest. The nearest one? Uh, we'll say that's the orange one. You shoot it. It shatters. Nothing happens. Anything beneath it? Nothing. What's with that? Orange. Orange, okay. Hmm. Why would you do that? Why? I'm... What would you like to do? Next year's one, I'm going to try and lift it off. Okay. So, uh, any choice on colours, or are you just picking a random one? Random. Random? Uh, if you know anything about the weird colour thing. So, you touch the... Anything to contribute, they should volunteer that information. We are not here to be polite. If you have something to say, say it. Do not wait for an invitation. So, you grab the grey one and pull it up. And you feel, like, the shock creep up your arms... Can you make me a strength survival roll? No, I thought you were more careful than this. I thought you were the sensible one. <laughs> what did you get? Fifteen. Fifteen. You managed to instinctively drop it. And you watch as it shatters on the floor into a bunch of tiny pieces, thankfully not holding you in place. So, left you have red, blue, yellow, white, turquoise, and green. Are you just Have moving? any ideas? Would any of you like to inspect these pedestals? Uh, I would like to. Okay. I will have to do that. I would like to be in this room, but I'm not. <laughs> so... Doctor, you can make me a knowledge roll. Ingenuity and knowledge. I would also like to do this. You can also make an ingenuity and knowledge roll. I don't think I'm going to know anything. I can. 18. 18. 24. Yes! Yes, Doctor. Yes, Doctor. <laughs> so... What you notice is several names inscribed kind of, it's one, it's, it's been kind of encoded and with a combination of Whisper and the Doctor, you actually figure out how to read these names and you start reading and that none of them really makes sense to you. So Doctor, you read uh, a name that reads um, Baji, B-A-J-I-E. Another of you read Chang'e. Colors. Another reads Sha Wujing. Another is Yulong. And Hold you... on a minute, these are gods. So Doctor... Chang'e, that's, that's the Chinese god of the moon. If you'd like to, Doctor, you can make another knowledge roll, see if you can decode what's going on here. Yep. 
I do know that Chang'e is the Chinese goddess of the moon. You are correct. Chang'e is the Chinese goddess of the moon. Yeah, because it's the name of the lunar probes that the Chinese have landed on the moon. Mm-hmm. Yay, space knowledge. Okay, so ingenuity knowledge. Mm-hmm. What was it that uh, uh, Theo actually wanted us to get? I don't remember. Neither do I. It's been a while. <laughs> the, a crystal. The artisan's crystal, which is in Karma's vault. The, sorry, what? The artisan's crystal. Which is in the which vault, is in the vault where Virgil is. Yeah, Virgil has the crystal. We have the info. Wait, oh, so Ali's not in his vault. Ali is in the other vault. Yes. Yeah, because Ali was here to okay. steal the crystal. I see. Not his. No. 24. 24. So, after thinking and reading, you notice that every pedestal has the name of a character from a story. Yeah. A very common and popular story that you recall... Chunga has a companion. It's a jade rabbit. As the journey to the West. Very classic Chinese myth. Mm-hmm. And you go through and you notice that all of the names are animals. Bar yeah. one. Yeah. And that's uh, Tang Senzang. The only mm-hmm. human out of all of them. And that one is on the turquoise one. Alright. So the doctor relays this information. Yeah. Oh, I will shoot the turquoise one. Yes. <laughs> you shatter the turquoise one, and underneath you see a cube. A what? A cube. cube. You seem to have strange carvings within the cube. It's about five centimeters by five centimeters cubed. Do I know what it is? Uh, yes, you're familiar with this. This is some sort of a data storage unit. That's what we so want. Pick it up, don't touch it, let's move. Don't touch it, okay. So who's grabbing right. it? Sorry? Who's grabbing it? I'll grab the it. The doctor. Oh. Not Whisper. <laughs> Whisper, can I, can we, if, if we're both trying to grab it. You can, can do we... a contested roll to try and grab it. Can I use my table? I will. Bezler doesn't want Whisper to grab it. So, Whisper, you can make you guys can make a contested, probably coordination and athletics roll. All Someone right. Can grab it who isn't me. I'm spending a story point. Spending a story point? Okay, a Whisper doesn't really have story points to spend. I have two left. Are you gonna spend one? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no was so offended. Alright, and let's see. Indignant. What'd you get, Cal? Uh, give me some time to do math. Do, 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 do. 25. 25. What'd you get, Whisper? 24. Oh, that's amazing. So, Doctor, you just managed to grab it, and then as you do, a tail wraps around your wrist. No, no, dear. Buy me a drink first. So you, <laughs> you, you, you transfer it to your other hand and pocket this small cube, Doctor. Yep. All right, I'm gonna jump straight back down the hall, run into the other room, and see what see if we can. Virgil. 
Yes. And, and like I'm trying to raise Virgil on our comm. <laughs> you're you're not hearing anything, Virgil. I thought so. This is oh fine. no. And uh, this is fine. You watch as this figure reaches towards like a, a sash that he's got tied around his belt, around this cloak, and pulls out this maybe two foot long, very thin dagger. Oh, good. And you see a, a ring around just where the hilt is, just where oh, the guard good. would be. There's a ring. Mm-hmm. And he's slowly spinning it on his finger. Mm-hmm. This is uh, not normally what I do, but I'm sorry. What would you like to do? I'd like to um, stand up, mm-hmm. put my hand on one of my grenades. Mm-hmm. I should know, put my hand on both of my grenades and go, well, if this is not what you usually do, then... I guess I should do what I usually do. And I take them both off, I drop them, and I try to phase back through the floor. Okay. Shit. Virgil. Yes? Make me another presence awareness roll. Okay. Uh, how many story points should I spend? I'm going to spend one anyway. Okay. Uh... Let's spend two more, so I have six die. Okay. And what am I rolling? Presence awareness. Presence awareness. My, one of my fittest rolls. Ooh, okay. 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 Twenty-four. Twenty-four. As you beep, beep, and drop both of the grenades, you feel something bury itself in your chest. That's fine. I don't care. As this dagger, this two-foot-long dagger, yep. sinks about a foot into your chest. Okay, how much damage am I taking? We'll get there. One minute. Okay. You then sink through the floor and slam into the ground. Yep. And it's at this point that Whisper... And the rest join the the other group, and Virgil is on the ground on his back, blood spilling from his chest. Is there there's no is there a hole in the floor? There's no hole in the roof. Okay, I'm gonna blast one through with my blasty blasty gun. As you shoot, you hear a massive explosion come from the top. Does it blow a hole in the floor? And the roof cracks, and is threatening to fall inwards. Get him out! Get him out! I'm, I, I can't... I'm trying to pull on him, but I'm obviously too weak. Uh, Virgil, you're going yes. to be taking nine damage. Is that including my Sontaran armor? No, this, this is... This ignores it. Okay. This is... And I, I assume... Fun, fun, special, fun special dagger time. Um, yeah, my dagger. It's a bad dagger. So, you're going to be taking five damage to yep. strength. Well, my strength is out. And four damage to coordination. And my coordination is out. So just to let you guys know, Virgil is so close to dying. 
Yeah, yeah. What, what, what can we do? Maybe we get him out of the way of the collapsing ceiling. Yeah. I, I would like. We are noodles. Yeah. So Virgil cannot really walk. He cannot really raise his gun. So he's going I to will. I will let everybody exit from. Oh wait. Sorry, one second. I will let everybody exit the room. Um, and on the way out, I just say, Doctor, I will buy you several drinks if you give me five seconds with the cube in my hand. I'll even take you to dinner. Tell that to the two Garaxi who died today. Oh, very well. So I let them leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm gonna... So I make sure everybody's out the room. I'm so gonna... who's helping Virgil out? Because he currently can barely walk. I just presume they were all going to drag him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would like to drag him out. Cool. We would all like to get the potato away. <laughs> The gun tater must live. Yeah. Somehow. Uh, I'm going to make sure everybody's out the way. I'm going to stand in the doorway, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to shoot the crack in the ceiling. Okay. Make a coordination marksman roll. Still have the cube. You still have, the doctor has the cube. That is double sixes. Woohoo! Boy. Uh, so that's 12. What was it? You're fine. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> What was it? Coordination marksman? Coordination marksman. So that's... Uh, 20. Yeah, you're fine. No, it's not. It's 22. Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> yes. I you're... just like being able to do math. Okay, I'm proud I of you. I couldn't even do that. Proud of you. So, Randall. The air is thinning. The door is locked. Yeah. What are you doing? Even in your kind of hazy state, you can figure out that they're probably trying to kill you. Yeah. Is there a way I can turn, like, the air back on? Is there a giant fan somewhere? Doesn't seem to be, no. How are they getting the air out? Oh, hang on. We have a spider bot kind of thingy in the vent. Mm-hmm. I want the spider bot thingy in the vent to see if there's a place where the vent is closed, where it shouldn't be closed. Okay. Make a awareness tech roll. An awareness tech. Dun, awareness dun, 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 dun. Is that with computers or is that without computers? No computers. That's nasty. 11. 11. So you <sighs> kind of try to control the spider bot to get to anywhere where a vent would be closed and you can't find anything. And you're slowly can feel like this this wooziness setting in can you make me another strength survival roll no this one's going to be resolve uh, slightly better <laughs> uh, nine nine you're going to be taking one damage to every stat this is Ouch. fine okay What would you like to do? 
I would like to see if I can hack the door open. Okay. That's that's something I thought you would do first. Make a technology roll. This one's going to be ingenuity. You have computers. I suggest story points. I have none. Oh, boy. This is fine. Can I, I donate one like even when I'm not Can't you give there? story points you, to Someone can donate if you want. I would like to donate story points for Randall not to die because Karma told him not to die. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Karma. At some point. If you ever need to. So you can roll with, okay. with the four die. Excellent. And I've got one less to ingenuity, right? So that makes it an 11, makes it 28. 28. So you manage to get the door open and you feel this rush of oxygen hit you. It's almost uh, euphoric. And then it hits you, the realization that that was just the door. Now you have to get out. Oh, shit. And we turn back to Whisper. Firing off a shot. And that crack. Bucking. Lowering. And then the whole floor. Falling downwards. And you see a, a slew of destroyed art. Falling from the from the artisan vault. And at this point, like... You all know you have seconds before the Garaxi come. Standing in the rubble, unharmed, his hood back, his beard trimmed, with a crystal in his hand. How wonderful to see you again, my darling. Ah, so that's what they were doing. Been a while. It has. How do you like my foxes, dear? Admirable. But, you know, nothing compared to a real master. Oh, really? I'm going to take a couple of steps towards him. Just smirking and smiling. I'll just be like, I have missed you, dear. I have not. Didn't think <laughs> I would like to spend my last two story points to... As I've got his attention, use my tail to flick the crystal out of his hand and into mine. Make a coordination fighting roll. With the two story points, or two story points allow you to do this. That's double sixes. Again. Oh my god! Uh, so that's twenty-two. I need to roll to resist this. I rolled that classic six and one. Yay! As you slowly. I'm just talking. Talking and being quite antagonistic towards him. He's playfully tossing the crystal from hand to hand. As toss, catch, toss, catch, toss. 
and then you snatch it from midair with your tail. And you watch as he reaches a hand out to try and grab your tail and by a hair misses it. In an instant, another ringed dagger is at his hand that, I'm he, gone. that he throws at you. I'm gone. And you all watch his whisper turns to you and smiles. Nothing personal, dears. Just business. And presses a button on her wrist and vanishes. <sighs> Mother. Oh. Did, it, did it look like a... Uh... Did it look like a vortex manipulator? It did. Excellent. I would like to call the TARDIS. So, the dagger hits the ground sharply where she was. And you watch as this man, his playful face turns sour. As would like to inform me that there is a fox on the floor. (laughs) <laughs> yes. 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 His. His. Oh. Yes. His calm and playful face has now turned sour, as you f- all feel the target of his anger turning towards you. And runs. Tilda. Midge. Artist. Having seen vortex manipulation work in and out of this building, I know it is possible. Mm-hmm. How many story points do you want me to spend? Have the TARDIS materialize us around us as have? we are. Six. Six. You can. I'm gonna say. You spend five. You. It's a yes, but you spend six. It's a yes. Can I? Yeah, that's actually uh, what I was gonna do. Mm -hmm. That's actually, I'll just type something (laughs) to chat, which is exactly what I was going to do. Can I grab the dagger? Not the fox statue, but I'd like to grab the dagger before, right before the the TARDIS materializes. We'll be a true rogue now. Yes. It depends. So. I need an answer from you, Kato. Five or six? Yes, like three times. Six? Cool. So, you all watch as this figure, face contorted in anger, pulls two more of these ringed daggers. Dagger, dagger, dagger. Raises them both over his shoulders and hurls them. And, Doctor, they're both going for you. Mm-hmm. And just as you watch them almost bury into your chest, that beautiful sound, that beautiful mm. heaving, and then they stop and bounce off. You all turn and see Tilda, hand clutched to her chest, Eyes closed, so shut, she's straining. Sweat coming from her brow. So, to just for clarification for Dr. Thoughts, Tilda just did that with the TARDIS key? With the TARDIS key. 
Okay, I was going to say, because if Tilda can do that without the TARDIS key, then there's something more to that classified yeah. stuff. Yeah. Clutching the TARDIS key, which is under her shirt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. And the walls of the console room spring forth. Some of you notice Garaxi coming from vents all over the place. Okay. That large, swollen Garaxi entering from the broken elevator shaft. And as they all start to converge, the walls become solid, the heaving stops, and you all hear that very comforting thud of the tongue. The doctor slowly. runs immediately to the console. Yeah. Did Randall make it aboard? Randall is not aboard. We need to get Randall. Randall. Yo. The door is open. Excellent. What are you doing? I am setting all of the cameras to fuck off crazy. Okay. Every single camera in the whole building at this point is showing random. Okay. I'm going to allow you to do that. That's fine. What are you doing now? I'm hightailing it the hell out of there. So you turn and run out of the... The, the door. And then I need you to make a strength fighting roll. Buddy. Oh, great. Oh, I love this. Yes. Um, do, 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 12. 12. You feel so cold as you turn and find a tendril plunge through your shoulder. This black, grey, orange, red colour and your own red blood mixing. Oh no. You're going to be taking five damage. Yep. Two to resolve. Two to coordination. One to strength. Two to resolve. And at this point, you hear something. Oh, fuck you. The TARDIS! It's the TARDIS come together, everything's fine. Yay! (laughs) We wish. Let me dream for five seconds. Would you like some help? (gasps) He's like the shittiest clippy ever. I see see you are planning an escape. Would you like some help from a template? (laughs) Would you like some help with that? Don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. You're probably going to die. Palmer and the doctor's voice is in your head saying, don't do it. Okay, me as the doctor saying, don't do it, but me as the player knowing what I know, always do the bad idea. The, do it. I, I'm just imagining Virgil just going, do it, do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Are you doing it, Randall? Yep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Very well. I'm taking control now. And Randall, it's like you're playing an FPS. 
you're going through from your own perspective, but have no control over your limbs. Oh, no. It's, it's very like uncomfortable. Movie. It's uh. like Doom, the movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. that is uncomfortable. <laughs> That's upsetting. And you watch as your own hand kills about a dozen Garaxi as you slowly uh. murder your way towards the entrance. Oh, my God. Shit. Ow, what's he doing? You feel... Your body, as it is stabbed several more times, but it doesn't hurt as much. Yeah, and like I've been shunted off to the side. No, no, it's the first one hurt. Yeah. The second one hurt a little. The third, the fourth, the fifth. You didn't feel those. No. And you exit the bank at a run. Patrons panicking, Garaxi dying, and every now and again a slight chuckle from a man playing a game. Doctor. Uh-huh. With a quick scan, you find the position of Randall outside the bank, on the station, waiting. Yeah, I... I... Uh, I'm not going to materialize the TARDIS around him, but I definitely stop it in front of him and run to open the door. And as the door opens, Randall, you hear very... Calmly and in an almost pleased tone of, you're welcome. And do I see, is Randall like covered in stab wounds and yeah, whatever the, he looks, the equivalent of blood is? He looks awful. Mm-hmm. And as you step into the doorway, into the arms of your friends, Randall, you hear a very, or kind of a knowing statement of, you owe me. In my head, in my head, I say, thanks. Out loud, I say, help. And Randall collapses into the door, unconscious. You pull him in, you close the door behind him. And I assume, get the heck out of there. Oh, absolutely. We're getting the hell out of Dodge. So I think this is a good point to take a break. Yeah. To get some water, some food. We will come back in five minutes. Okay. I'll be back momentarily. Okay. So that didn't go as bad as I thought it was going to go because let me, let me paint you a, a picture here of what I imagined was going to happen. So I figured that uh, Randall was going to go like full. Okay. Just tell me when you're back so I can uh, like describe this. Cause Holy hell could have gone worse. It definitely could have. 
Are you the only one here? Oh. It went perfect. No, but I I have a I have a way that the evil the evil dungeon master in me uh has an idea of how that could have been like very, very bad. Yes, so much worse. <laughs> yeah. I I'll describe it to you when everyone's back. It could have gone so much worse. But that was fun. Welcome to Hell Buddy, where we live with who we kill. Yeah. Actually, so I'm thinking of a movie, and I think it's called Gamer. I think so. And yes, it is. There's a movie called Gamer. It's got Gerard Butler in it. Yeah. And huh. um and um it's it's a it's a world where um the world has gone topsy turvy and people have chips installed in them supposedly for like health reasons and shit. But when you're poor, you can actually sell the use of your body to other people to act like to use in computer games. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. So the dude, Gerard Butler is um, a criminal and to get out of jail, he actually lets his body be used in like a Call of Duty style computer game. But it's actually real life, real people. So he has a kid who controls him and he runs around shooting things because that's what the kid is making him do. But the things he's are real people. Oh God, imagine having, uh, (laughs) imagine being in that universe, having someone use your body to fucking teabag someone. Ew. Well, the, the, the fun the fun part is Gerard gets out and finds out his wife is actually in the same sort of program, but her her person like she's being used in like a second life kind of scenario. Hello. What? And the dude controlling her is like a big fat dude who has no life. Are we talking about gamer? So he just makes her go out and get laid by random people. That's Gamer. That's Gamer. Yeah, up, we're talking about Gamer. Okay, yeah. so uh, y'all are back. Hello. So let me describe to you how I think that could have gone worse. Let me paint you a little picture. Can anyone what? hear me? So, I wish I didn't come back in the middle of that like movie discussion. The, the movie is called Gamer. It's I don't 2009 and it is horrible. Yeah. Oh god. Okay, I'm trying to forget about it now, so just move on. <laughs> Upsetting. Anyway, so, uh, basically, my thought was that Randall, I mean, this much is true that Randall went full murder. Dramatic point of view, we would, we would see sort of a Randall point of view and would Hello. not see... So, my idea is that we would see sort of a Randall point of view and we would not actually see... Uh, what was happening on the outside and then we cut to the TARDIS and the doctor lands it and goes to open the door and when she opens the door standing outside of the door is a full-on Cyberman. Oh, oh god yeah that would have been worse. Yeah. That would be better. That would be better. That would have been really be better, cool. but it'd be worse at the same time. Exactly. It would have yeah, been the evil, the, Absolutely. The evil dungeon master in me is like what if? Yeah, that would have been a very, like, new who thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I'm, ge- I'm getting a very I am Bill Potts from it, yeah. you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, have you watched the latest Capaldi season yet? Yeah, yeah, I finished it. Good. It's so, good. It's so it redeems Peter Capaldi in my eyes because currently in my rebinge, I'm in the depths of bad Capaldi. Yeah. I'm, I'm the one who hasn't seen it all yet. Yeah, same, but that's just purely because I can't watch it because I freak out and have nightmares. Yeah, that's there a, are some spooky things. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, like, is everyone back? I think everyone's back. And also, Except, what about there, there's reasons that I didn't fully convert Randall. I'm here. I hate you for saying that there's reasons. I love you for saying that there's reasons. Of course there's he's, reasons. He's like, he's still alive. Oh, he's still reasons. I did not meddle. I did not kill him. Hmm. He made a deal. He did make mm. a deal. He keeps making deals. Well, I think that in the grand scheme of things, that deal wasn't terrible. Not yet, anyway. Same. Uh, so just as a quick mechanical thing, before we get back into it, Randall? You now have yep. damage resistance too. Yay! Oh, excellent. Thank you. Welcome to the resistance crew. <laughs> so, we come so. back on the TARDIS on a small space station near a bank. No, I, I got the TARDIS out of there. Yeah. You leave... Where are you going, Doctor? Uh, Middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, really anywhere. This is this is another this is another fun episode of Let's see what we can do about Randall. So, but you don't know anything about Randall. All I know, All you is, know is he's hurt. Stabbed as heck. So you, you have two yeah, people that need need sad. medical attention. Yeah. So. Definitely. Is there, definitely. Any is there any merit to considering a hospital? There's plenty of cool space hospitals. We yeah. Could, we could. We could go. We could go to New Orleans. Yeah. The doctor sort of look, looks at that, thinks about it, and just. I hate that idea, by the way. You can see it on Karma's face, as like even as she's saying it. The stuttering was in character. <laughs> A suggestion? I I didn't plug properly. Considering the conditions of these two, very specifically of Randall, I don't think we'd find much help in most places. And we need a doctor. Well, then, the doctor is in. And I'd like to attempt to fix the voice. Okay. Medical doctoring is not your strong suit. Yeah. I feel like I have stuff on the TARDIS, though, that I can Yeah, could you'd use. have, like, first aid stuff and be able to help them in a minor way. But the kind of wounds that these two have, you need a doc. You need a medical professional. Do I know of any... Oh, I feel like the doctor has known some medic. Yeah, you know, oh, you know plenty of doctors. I know a doctor who would have at least theoretical experience with yep. all sorts of alien things because she works for an organization that uh, deals with them. Who are you thinking, Martha Jones? Doctor Jones. <laughs> you can you can go to Doctor Jones. 
if she exists in this universe, that is. That's a very good question. Uh, Doctor goes ahead and goes to the TARDIS phone and is gonna, yeah, does does the thing. She still, two lifetimes later, has forgotten to patch the telephone back through the console unit, or it's been unpatched or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sticks her head out the door of the TARDIS and pulls the phone in and is going to go ahead and place a call to what in her universe is Martha Jones' cell phone. So, you type the buttons in and you hear that dial tone. Then you hear a click and then you hear a voice. Mm-hmm. You are dialing Earth. If you have the correct authority to dial Earth, Please insert your code now. And oh I feel God. like the doctor would have a unit code. <laughs> and you pop in a unit code? Yeah. Unauthorized. Please contact the Shadow Proclamation if you wish to contact Earth in the future. Damn it! Alright, the doctor slams the phone down angrily and it's just like, alright, then we'll do it the old fashioned way. And plugs in Earth and. Uh, it's going to go ahead and just go mm-hmm. to Unit Medical. To Unit Medical. Mm-hmm. Okay. The vaguely right era. Uh, roughly 2018? Yeah. Like, when was Martha, like, mainly working there? Yes. 2016? Uh, it's more 14, I think. But 2014. Like, she's been working there forever. 20 here. So, you head off to Earth, 2018-ish. And it's a comforting thing to go back to Earth. Yeah, the Doctor always finds some solace in going to Earth. Mm. Whereabouts are you landing? Hmm. Because you do have a landing pad for units. Yeah, I'm going to sort of check the coordinates for the landing pad and make sure it's there. Yeah, it's there. It was there I last land. time. Landing pad. Mm-hmm. So you land. And with a thud and a shake, some lovely grinding, you're home, Tilda. You open the doors, Doctor. You're met with the standard parade. Dozen unit soldiers. Yeah. And a figure. In, in, Tall and, goggles. Oh. Face Yay! covered. Long what are you coat. uniforms like in this alternate 2018 unit? Uh, similar the, to it's similar to uh, the blue Tilda uniform. Really? Yeah. They've kept that from the 90s? Yeah. Well, then. I would have thought it would be, like, the all-black, but, eh. Alternate universe. And the doctor sort of, yeah, pokes her head out and just... All right, then. We've got a bit of a medical issue, and we need... Your expertise in this. And by your, I mean unit. 
not specifically you, and she sort of nods her head to Jericho. Hmm. You watch as Jericho lifts up the sleeve, presses a few buttons, and drops the sleeve again. And within seconds, a medical team starts emerging from the hangar. Do I see Martha Jones? You do not see a Dr. Jones. Dang it. All right, then. Uh, I will at some point mention, do you happen to have a Dr. Jones on staff? You get a sign back from Jericho. Not anymore. No one I would like. I would like to sign to Jericho mm-hmm. of Randall's condition. Okay. You hear understood. Debrief. Ten minutes. And you are all gestured in and informed you're going to be heading towards the medical. Yeah. It's really unnerving changed in the 20-ish years hmm? since we were last here. Who's saying things haven't changed? Again, there is that crushing silence Wherever Jericho goes. Yep. I will note, despite being the tallest bear that is kind of trying to, like, stay very small and hidden away from Jericho because she does not like him and is very angry that he wants to be very far away. The doctor's trying to trying to seem very big despite being one of the shorter people. And as you're ushered in, the two are taken to beds. And you see a team of about ten doctors working on both of them. Do I recognize any of them? No. Dang it. It's almost unnerving that you don't know anyone here, Doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping an eye out on unconventional exits. Uh, after you're settled, Jericho leaves. Oh boy. And the doctor would be like describing Randall's condition, condition to the unit doctors and like say, mentioning everything she can think of of relevance about these sort of new Cybermen. Hmm. Uh, one thing you do notice, Doctor, is they are taking constant photographs of Randall. Every part of his body to the point of like they're photographing his and scanning his fingertips. Fair enough. That's... I mean, that's understandable. Knowing unit, they like to document everything. Yeah, they're getting the full, complete everything. They take hair, blood, skin, anything that they can take. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, I did want to, when we were in the TARDIS, just very briefly check on the status of my new Sonic. Uh, it is done. Oh, sweet. So the the doctor would have pocketed it quickly at, like, that point, but has not sort of looked at it yet. So at this point, the doctor is going to pull out the new Sonic, which uh, I'll pull up the reference image later, but it's essentially like, it's the same as the original one that uh, Foss was so kind to 
draw from the reference I pulled from DeviantArt. I don't remember the artist, yeah. the original person who made its name, but they actually took that prop and added a light. Cool. So essentially in that sort of classic who round head with the three sort of bits on it, instead of that, it now has, it has sort of the bullet end on one side, but on what would be the quote unquote front facing side, there is sort of a frosted glass looking dome that uh, lights up when. Yeah. So you now have that. So, so scanning Randall, just. Yeah. So. Uh, mild change in his conversion. How much? What, what are we looking at percentage-wise? Uh, similar what? percentage, but there is now a form of a neural inhibitor. Like an emotional thing? Maybe. You're not sure. No! no. I would like to, like, essentially do a deep scan where I'll plug it into the TARDIS later and look at it. Yep, that's fine. And have one of those, like, 11th Doctor looking at uh, pregnant, question mark, Amy Pond and being confused yeah. on the screen. Like, that we, kind of moment. We can, we can have a look at that. And yeah. Let's talk to Randall again. Yeah. Exactly. We can have another talk with Randall. Gosh damn it. So, so Tilda, you, you, sl- you slink away with ease, kind of blending into the background. And wander down the hallways that are both familiar and also kind of foreign to you now. And you head for that same meeting room that you met Jericho in last time when you were fighting against the Visians. But this time it has a fruit bowl. (laughs) You head in. The table is different, the chairs are different, but the structure of the room is the same. And as soon as you enter and close the door, lock it with the standard unit procedures... Jericho is there. The goggles come off. The head, the head and face coverings come off. And you see the dark skin, the tattooed head of your boss. Who nods and gestures as he sits. I take out my two guns. Mm-hmm. Table. He takes them both and starts to give them a very, very in-depth once-over. And something that kind of surprises you is that he starts disassembling both of them. Inspecting internal components and then reassembling. The whole process takes him maybe a good three, four minutes. Didn't wait. He makes a, a bit of a, like a, like a approving noise. Puts them to the side. Patterson, report. I've been with the doctor for, I have observed her activities. Is event taking place that is of concern to Earth 
but we have so far to proceed with any and so I'm not sure I, of the nature of the threat. It's an organization known as the Zodiac, which has the doctor's normal activities. Now, in multiple times, on multiple planets, um, engaging with in technology that combines that of the Cybermen and the Daleks and even the Time Lords. I believe I can give you full details of these individuals known. They include a professor, Jack, who we first discovered on Earth in the early 1900s, called Shenzhou, known as the Dragon, a thief known as Alibaba, an entrepreneur known as Gold, and they all have influence and significant capabilities. This is the tactical information I understand. As you talk and... Yeah, I give all of the, like, knowledge I have acquired. And Jericho is silent the whole time, occasionally shifting weight, but very rarely moving. What to do? Yeah. Come to the end of my report, and this is like the end. Yeah. So you come to the end of the report, and you watch as Jericho is processing the information, thinking, closes their eyes, and again opens and. Do you wish to continue with the doctor? I believe it is necessary she has someone. It is by my observation that should you continue with the doctor, you will die. Will it save Earth? I am unsure. Will it doom Earth? I am unsure. <laughs> it is your choice, Patterson. You have a place here. You can stay should you wish it. Your mission has been completed. I will give you time. And with that, he stands, redresses, and leaves the room for you to be alone with your thoughts. And the fruit bowl. <laughs> I pick my guns back up. Yeah. You know, you notice something else is sitting on the table. A small envelope. Yeah. 
You grab it. Written on the front is Tilly. Open it. You open it and you get something and it almost brings a tear to your eye. Because in the envelope, just in the bottom, is just a small bit of dirt. And you smell it and that floods your memory with all of the things and all of the memories from the place that this dirt came from. And then you read a letter. Is there a letter? There is a letter. I'm going to read it. And it's not long, as is normal for him. And it's Can talks... I read it? Hmm? Is there a date on it? Uh, there is. It's about six months old. 2017? Yeah. Or early 2018? 20, early 2018. I'm not going to read it. You're not going to read it? Okay. Clever girl. Okay. You cherish that smell. Close the envelope. Slide it into your pocket. The TARDIS. Hmm? I'd like to go back to the TARDIS. Okay. And you head back to the TARDIS. The rest of you are sitting kind of in the medical bay, waiting and seeing what they can do. And you're pretty much advised that they're going to need a day or two to properly, completely treat both of them. But you get given a guarantee that neither will die. But there may be some long-term damage for both of them. And that's just the nature of medicine. Long-term damage is kind of the name of the game with our cybernetic frontier. And again, the observation of Randall is constant. Yeah. I mean, as is to be expected with... With an, such an individual. an individual. Yeah. You got a cyberman in unit, they're gonna be like, uh, hello. Yes. So at this point you have we say you have a day or two to rest. Some of you as anyone I assume everyone at one point in time will head back to the TARDIS to do whatever. Yeah. But I kind of want to zero in on what Tilda's doing right now. So you arrive back at the TARDIS, Stilda. What would you like to do? I want to go up to the console mm-hmm. and just put my hand up. Say, what did you say? You dropped out for a second. For saving them. my best, but you're coming in now. I don't think we heard most of what you said. 
I, be I believe it was thank you for saving them. I did my best. I wish I was good enough. And I would like to wait when she comes back. The doctor? No. Yeah. So you wait in the console room and it's some time, but the doctor does return. I, w I want to talk to Fazer. Oh, Fazer. Oh, Fazer returns. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, could, I couldn't hear. Yes, Fazer returns and enters the console room. You notice she's still very, like, visibly fidgeting with her goggles. Fezza? Um. Ask you something? Right. Um. It's just silence for the rest of us right yeah. now. I think both of you are cutting out. <laughs> this is... Really? Yeah. yeah. Where would you go, Faza, if you weren't with the Doctor? I had to leave. Uh, that's an interesting question. Why do you ask? I had I, I just I wasn't sure if you had somewhere else to go back to. Uh, not really. I don't. Not really. I mean, before I met the doctor, I was living in an underground, an abandoned underground tunnel. So, I know. Um, maybe. I suppose it. And if we're still. Here, uh, in this uh, timeline, I don't fully understand it. Consider potentially... I, con I have considered potentially... If I could be of any help uh, with the... Actually, the... Um, the uh, Tony has forgotten his name. What was the name of the, the Silurians coming back? Tony. Bell? The dude, the event. Oh, the rising. the dude, the event. The rising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the rising, uh, potentially, I have, uh, I've, I've developed a, uh, a, 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 an anti-venom to, to Siberian venom, and I thought potentially if I could bring that, to, uh, limit conflict, because it would potentially, if, if humans were afraid of Silurians, because we could, you know, murder them with our tongues, it might help in doing that anyway and asking the doctor if we, when we had the chance, if I could go back and do that. But I suppose if I had to leave, I'd, maybe I could be of more help there. I really know. I see. I just... answers and we haven't found any. I just wondered 
consider giving up. Hmm. What? Giving up? This is seriously like two people trying to talk across a, a galaxy or something, hmm. and the signal just keeps going. <laughs> she just said like, giving up and then she stopped. Yeah. When would you consider giving up? And like, and further is asking giving up what? I'm not sure I understand. Would you give up on this? At what point would you say it's anymore? do you believe I am looking for because I I have a lot of questions but they're not found by think I'm I mean I'm here in, in Italia because I want to I first because I want to discover things and also I like it here but also um so if you're asking when I give that up, well, preferably never. Uh, what answers you're referring to? I see. I'm sorry to have bothered you. Oh, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't uh, bother me or anything. Are you? You're acting a bit strange. Are you? Are you all right? I should. Do you need to talk to someone better at talking? Um, <laughs> do you need to talk about something? Suffice. Well, that was very stressful. We just went through a lot of very stressful things, and you know, classified. Feelings are classified. <laughs> Oh, you're... Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm guessing because you talked to... You, because you were gone. Uh, I'm guessing you talked to... And... So probably... Um, uh... Okay, then uh, you're okay. But if you're not, you should probably bring that up to someone. I'm not very Thank good you. at uh, being helpful with this sort of thing. It's okay. It's fine. Okay. Back to do. Okay, further sort of very awkwardly reaches out and sort of pats shoulder on the shoulder. And then leave. <laughs> Awkwardly. <laughs> okay. There's a lizard who doesn't know how to walk or love. <laughs> now it's starting to sound like a weird, like, old movie. There's the, the lizard who doesn't know how to walk or love. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> I wouldn't watch that movie. So, bring it back. I would. Fezza walks probably down the hall towards her lab. 
Matilda, you're alone. The console, glowing. That warmth that you feel coming from the TARDIS, still there, still present. There's, there's one little thing once I'm sort of out of Tilda's earshot. Mm -hmm. There's a remembering that the TARDIS, you know, made her a greenhouse. Yeah. There's nice things in it. Like, sort of puts a hand on her and it's like, puts a hand like on the wall and sort of is like, this is weird. And goes, can you make her feel better? Um, and then she just keeps going because she doesn't know what else to do. But the TARDIS made her feel good, so no. Give Tilda a greenhouse. Does she want a greenhouse? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a child. So yes. All right. <sighs> Tilda, you have the floor. I'm going to see Jericho again. Okay. You pass a few uh, familiar faces from unit. A little older now. But you still see them. And after requesting a meeting and waiting in the meeting room, Jericho comes in and again, locks the door with the correct procedures, sits, removes the facial coverings, and just gestures out a hand for you to speak. I've lost faith the doctor's methods not in her mission. Going Does he say something? He was about to, but you you can go first. Uh, you are going to send kind of people that are in me. Sorry, Tilda, just for just for a second, can you disconnect and reconnect? Hopefully that helps. Yeah, sure. I'm losing him. Yep, hit I me. Hope it helps. Yeah. Uh, Much better. So should have done that before all of the emotional stuff. I know. Um, <laughs> if you are going to send the kind of people that are in me back with her, apparently it didn't help. Yeah, it didn't help. We lost you again. We're going to send those people back with her. The man back with her. A god. So just to clarify, you said you should, that Jericho should send a god. And, sir, if I may, capable people to serve you here. And the most expendable. Shall I take this as you wish to stay here? 
I'll see it through. You will stay with the doctor? Yes. I understand. Else, any other orders you would give, I will happily bear them in mind, but if I am to die doing this, you should assume I have died. You have my respect, Patterson. Aha. She says. Sorry, I lost. I didn't get that bit. I think she put her hat on the table. I think it was put. And she puts it on the table. Yep. Um. What is you give? And I will see them through to the end. Or I will consider myself resigned from unit. On this mission. Understood. She takes off her necklace as well. And she takes it off and she puts it with her hat. More suitable clothes soon, but could you give those to my parents, please? Of course. Would you wish for me to inform them that you have died? As you have on file. Understood. Your orders are to remain as usual. Protect Earth. Whether or not the Doctor is a particular in that mission is to your discretion. Understood. the TARDIS and find some new clothes as you leave Jericho salutes and you walk away and you do not see Jericho leave that room a couple of days pass resting mostly for all of you and everyone returns back to the TARDIS in some way, shape, or a form. Randall, you've been poked and prodded even when conscious, but you are conscious, and the pokes and the prods were much better than getting stabbed through the chest by a giant smoke creature. Yep. Virgil, it's almost like every time you take a deep breath now, you feel a sharp pain. Cool. Kind of just as that constant reminder. That's fine. The last to kind of board before you guys embark is Tilda. Uh, what are you wearing, Tilda? Wait back. Um, Pardon? I was I was making decisions. Okay. Uh, I'm wearing Can you type it in the chat? 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> I will. I will decide and come up with links. The key thing is that it is not my uniform. Yes, in casual civilian clothing, no beret, no necklace, no dog tags. Uh, okay. Um, so last over the last couple of days, I, I totally want to be just like social engineering around the, the cafeteria or whatever, and finding out what everybody thinks about the doctor and Jericho. <laughs> I love you. Oh boy. <sighs> you get very inane and useless information. You tried, baby. Are they useful to me, though, as a person? I'm not doing this for the doctor's sake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Doctor. Your companions are rested. Where to next? You have a cube to analyze. You have... A favor to follow up. And you have another location to scout out to. Just FYI, you're currently muted, Cal. <laughs> yeah. I guess Shit, I sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm tired, brain. It's all good. On the one hand, I feel like it. Uh, on the one hand, I feel like it'd be good to go and follow up on that favor. But on the other hand, I just there's part of me that feels like we've just been go 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 constantly, and we need another light-hearted filler episode. If such a thing exists in the Oxford TV RPG. Springs up. We have moments. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I, I feel like I would open it up to the companions to do, see. Do you want to analyze the cube first up? Yes. So, the cube is hilariously not encoded. It was almost Hilarious. as a point of arrogance to not be encoded. Yeah. Alibaba. It gives you a couple of locations and one that is reconfirmed. So Rain Prime. Oh boy. If you recall, was the previous location you were given as a lead. On the Zodiac. I'll sort of I'll essentially like double check mark that on my list. Yeah. And also, by the way, I forgot to mention, but uh, during that uh, downtime, I feel like in the montage of scenes during the couple of days of downtime, there would have been a lot of the doctor looking at scans of Randall and going through the TARDIS databanks about the Cybermen. Yeah. Unfortunately, you aren't really able to grasp anything because of the nature of Ainsley Cybermen. Yeah. Because they're new. And they're different. 
the one time the doctor doesn't like new and different. Hmm. So, where would you like to go? I open this up to the crew. As was sort of mentioned in the awkward convo previously, as I might mention to the doctor, you know, we kind of need to do it now, but we could do it at some point, that he kind of wants to go back to around the rising time so that she can give people the venom antidote to try and, like, limit death and violence during the event that there probably was quite a lot of <laughs> antidote, antivenom, whatever. That certainly is a good idea. Uh... Bring up when we we can assume that at some stage you will have done that. Yeah. Once completing the antidote. It's not really a particularly noteworthy role-playing moment. Yeah, it's not. Fair enough. Because it'll just be, here you go. Thanks. Goodbye. <laughs> much. Bye. So just like leave the formula in some Silurian scientist's lab as if like like anonymously. You know? We'll help make friends with these hairless apes. Bye. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so what would you like to do? We kind of feel like we have a job to do. What did what did Theo need from us? He needed the did he just need us to help Whisper, or did he actually want something? The objective was the crystal, and Whisper got the crystal. Pretty good, and then abandoned us. The bonus was the coordinates to Alibaba's horde, which had uh, information on the dragon, which you have in your possession. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, I say I feel like we have a job to do. Yeah. Hmm. All right, first things first, Doctor, we need to have a chat. Yes, we do. No, 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 we, we need to have a new chat. All right, then. So, um... The doctor just... I feel... Uh... Is everyone in the console room at this point, or...? Yeah, everyone's there. We're there. Doctor just flops down in one of the comfy chairs. Right then, shall we? Randall stands awkwardly, not knowing where to look. I'm judging him. Um, so... Back in the... Back in the bank, um... They were trying to kill me. The the ghosty dude. I saw that. No, but it started before that. Um, while you guys were going up to the the Alibaba vaults, um, they started to pump the air out of the room, and I managed to get the door open. But as soon as I stepped outside, one of the things stabbed me, and then he was there and he said that um, I needed help because I was going to die and I said yes and he kind of took over and I mean I, I had to give permission before he took over so I don't think it's something that he'll do with that permission but I had to give permission and it wasn't 
it was weird. And I feel like I was I was there, but I wasn't there, and it hurt, but it didn't hurt as much as it should have hurt. And there were lots of dead smoky dudes around. Um, he got my gun to work again, which they turned off, which was interesting. And then when we got back and I got outside and the TARDIS appeared, he said that I owed him one, and then he stopped control, Whoa. and then I passed out. And I'm not sure what happened after that point. But it seems like now we, I, I might owe Ainsley a favour. Well then, that. But he is... did get me out of there. So, I mean, it wasn't a total loss, right? Did we get what we needed? Like, I don't even know. Did we get what we needed? Yes, we did. Cool. And where is Whisper? Whisper's gone. She's finished her part of the mission. Oh, I didn't even get to say goodbye. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sure we'll be seeing her again. Okay, that's good. So we got what we needed. That's that's good. And we all got we all got out alive. That's good. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't totally a bad thing, right? We'll chalk it up to not as bad as it could have been. Okay, yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, getting hurt wasn't good. But it doesn't hurt as much anymore, which could be good. It's not. And, and no? Okay. Randall, <laughs> listen to me. Yes. The Cybermen work by removing emotion, by taking you away from you. You want it to hurt. You want it to feel. Oh, it still hurts. Believe me, it still. It, I, I felt Good. every single one. That's hold on not, to that. I, I, I'm not getting rid of that. That's, imagine what would happen if it didn't hurt. How? No, stop. <laughs> Don't. Do not. But I'm. I'm. I'm still me. I was still worried about you guys while everything was going down. Like, hold on to that emotion. Where there's feeling. There's hope. Okay. Um, I think that's all. For now. Okay. On those guys in the bank, they were crazy. Oh my god, some of the stuff they had in their system. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm ready to go whenever you are for whatever we need to do. Where to, Doctor? Where to everyone? Uh, I just don't know. <laughs> to go back to Theo, sort of. I suppose. Sorry, two people talking at once. I said, Doctor, we need to keep going. You're right. We can't let this stop us. We need to see this through. We need to fix whatever the Zodiac is broken. Are we in Prime? 
I suppose so. So you lock in the coordinates, Doctor. Yep. So rain prime. Mm-hmm. And so rain prime is a very small planet. It's almost completely white. It's sand. And at a cursory glance, there's one major, like, building. And that's really it. The sun is hot. It's the closest planet to that sun. And I assume you descend towards the building? Yeah. Arcing in, you land, and you're in the middle of a desert. The sand is soft when you step out. And it's a strange feeling because you feel the heat, but it's not dry. You feel humidity. It's an almost awkward sensation. And I assume everyone floods out. I certainly do. Yep. Everyone flooding out. You, you enter. I, I get a sun hat. <laughs> you get a sun hat. Wonderful. As I was about to say beforehand, Virgil goes down and puts on his shorts and his camo body warmer <laughs> and tries to find some. Sound like really big and they don't fit properly on his head, but he wears them anyway. And the doctor leaves her uh, outer jacket in the uh, in the console room. Okay, so you you walk out into the desert and then you see the small building. It's really only a door with a couple of walls around it. How big is it? It'd be maybe three meters tall. Okay, tiny, small. Tiny, tiny, small thing. Mm-hmm. Approaching it, uh, you see a handle on the door. No digital, analog. Opening it, you see a very small room and a staircase leading downward. Oh, I'm betting that most of the building is underground. It's a very well-carved staircase of... What looks like colored glass. Oh. Mm. Pretty. What color? Uh, multicolored. Yay! Seems to be in the era, mostly in the reds, oranges, and yellows. But there is spatterings of blues and greens. And I assume you descend? Yeah. Yeah. As you descend, you, you can hear wind. I, I pet the railing. It's hard. It's quite solid. It's glass. It's pretty. And as you descend, and you're descending for a few minutes, all of you land onto a flat floor, and you can barely see it because of very like it's a very narrow staircase downwards. And as soon as you step down, Doctor, I assume you are at the front. Yes. It's soft. Ooh. It's 
like a mix of soil and a cloud. So each of your footsteps kind of depresses a little into the, into the ground. It's quite comfortable to walk on. Kind of relieving pressure on your knees and your back and your shoulders. And straight ahead, you see a man. He looks old. Really, really old. Dark skin. Almost white cataract eyes. This frizzy white afro that seems to be draped back behind his shoulders. It's Chikasa. <laughs> and it's this very well manicured, almost pointed beard. Also this pure white. It is Chikasa. Oh God. And he looks to you, Doctor, and smiles. He's got a cane in his hands. Do I recognize him at all? You can make a knowledge check. I will. Ingenuity knowledge? Yep, you fail, because you have no idea who this man is. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and leaning on the cane, slowly kind of shuffles forward. And starts to talk. He's, he says, Well, it's mighty fine to meet y'all. And that's where we're going to stop for today. All right. Yay. I love him. It's a cow. Yeah. So that was episode 20 of the Oxford TBD RPG. Episode 20, A Game of Thieves. That was wonderful. Any of the future people listening, thank you for holding out on a very tense and emotional episode. Yeah. You can always follow us on Twitter. The website is going to be up soon. I apologize for that. Business and life is always a pain. Thank you to everyone for coming and listening and playing. And we will see you next time. Bye.